Here we are at another Books and Culture podcast with Books and Culture's editor, John Wilson. I'm Stan Guthrie. And John, before we turned on the mics, you said we're going to talk about something easy, and it turns out to be immigration. (laughs) (laughs) You have a good sense of humor. I should tell you, Stan, a couple things. First of all, I've been really interested in immigration ever since I was in my 20s, which was a really long time ago (laughs) now. It's a subject that, you know, I've read literally hundreds of books, and I have, I don't know why I hang on to them, but I have folders and folders of old articles and magazines and stuff like that. And the reason that I read all those books and saved all those articles is just because I find it incredibly interesting. It's a fascinating subject and so much at the heart of the distinctive nature of America And a second thing that I need to say is that I get really angry a lot of times at the way that people talk about immigration. And you might say, well, that's not what you should be getting angry about. You should be getting angry about the plight of people like these kids coming up from Central America. And, you know, what kind of person are you that you don't get angry about that, but you get angry about the way people talk about <laughs> what's wrong with you. Well, that's a good question. I guess, you know, God creates us in different ways. And it's not that I don't feel sympathy. It's not like I sort of poo-poo the plight of people ranging from these kids who have come up unaccompanied by adults all the way from, let's say, Honduras to cross the border and all that they have gone through and what's going to happen to them, to many other circumstances that involve immigrants who are exploited. We have an article in the current issue of Books and Culture about people trafficked into forced labor. And often, of course, immigrants have been victimized in that way. There was a period of time a couple decades ago when there were many immigrants from China who were coming over and you know paying egregious sums to get over to the United States. And once they got here, they had to work in conditions of forced labor. It was very difficult for them to pay off their debt. And big crackdown in New York, an attempt to at least reduce that kind of traffic. And so it's an ongoing thing. And I'm not saying at all that I just sort of wave a hand at all that. But what troubles me is that First of all, I so often hear people, and this is especially some of my fellow Christians, talking about questions of immigration as if they were simple and as if people who disagreed with them were evil, (laughs) Mm -hmm. as if you didn't have whatever they think the right view is. You were just cruel and blind to what was staring you in the face and so on and so on. I find that very frustrating. I also find it very frustrating that people frequently make statements about the history of immigration that are just completely wrong and ignorant. And these are people who should know better. You know, these aren't just some guy in the street who's been accosted by a TV news person. You know, these are people who are writing in public forums, even in some outlets that you and I know very well. And all of that is background to say that I highly recommend this book by Dale Hansen Burke, called Immigration, 
Tough Questions, Direct Answers, that is in a series called the Skeptic's Guide series published by InterVarsity Press. And it's a book that is divided into many little bits, and it has all kinds of information about immigration, many aspects of immigration. It has a little bit of history. It talks about deportation, how many people get deported, why do they get deported, why don't more people get deported since there's so many illegal, you know, dozens and dozens of questions treated briefly. It's also attractively laid out. And I think that just as a starter, if people who are concerned one way or another about the issues of immigration, they want to be better informed, this little book is one of the best guides I've seen to give you some concise information. And obviously, being an IVP offering, I assume it has a strong Christian perspective to share as well. It does. And so I want to say I strongly recommend it. Let me just mention a couple of concerns that I had about the book, even as I would unhesitatingly recommend it. One is simply the format of the book, and this isn't a fault of the author or of the series, but the format of the book is such that even though there's a section that's called something like the big picture, you really don't get a big picture. And that's understandable because that's not what this book is designed to do. It doesn't have a continuous narrative that gives you an analysis of the history of immigration and where we are now. It has short sections, which are mostly rather discreet. And the problem with that is that even though there's some very helpful information in here that would provide context and make it harder for people to make some of the sweeping assumptions about immigration that I was talking about that I hear so often, they tend to be so fragmented that you need something beyond this to get the big picture. Sure. The second thing is that even though the book is, I think, reasonably balanced, it's tilted a bit in the direction of people who piously talk about what they call comprehensive immigration reform. Sure. This is a kind of mantra of a lot of the people who we hear on this subject, especially in Christian circles. And you and I have probably talked before that the very phrase comprehensive immigration reform is meaningless. <laughs> you know, It's an emotive term. What it really means is changes in immigration policy that I think will be good. You know, <laughs> yeah. immigration policy is incredibly Byzantine and someone say, oh, that's the whole problem. We just need to fix it. That's like people say, you know, we just need to fix the tax code. Well, yeah, that would be great. Go ahead and fix it. But its Byzantine nature reflects both this long evolution of our policy and also contending forces with different priorities. And sure. some of those are contending goods. Now, some of those forces may not be benign. But in many cases, it's not simply a case of someone who's trying to pass a law for bad motives. In many cases, it has to do with competing goods. And so you often find that you know, the history of immigration is very much a case study in unintended consequences. Anyone who read this book, even someone who has read a lot about immigration and thought about it, can learn a lot from this. And I think it would be an excellent background book, if, for instance, if you were having a study group or a small group at your church mm -hmm. or maybe even a Sunday school class where you were tackling the issue, it would be excellent for that. 